Welcome to Tech Talk Nation, talking about the latest tech, industry news, and hot topics. Broadcasting from Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana. With your host, Matthew Fitzgerald. Good evening and welcome to Tech Talk Nation. I'm your host, Matt Fitzgerald, and we have a wonderful week for you in tech. Unfortunately, none of my roommates, uh, or sorry, uh, co-broadcasters, are with me for this uh, show today just because it is uh, the Sunday after Thanksgiving and everybody is slowly making their way onto Purdue's campus. Nonetheless, we have a great show for you today. I'm uh, going to keep it short uh, just to make sure that I kind of get pretty concise to the news, talk about it a little bit, and move on. Uh, unfortunately, since my co-hosts aren't here, uh, I can't really bounce it off of them and have them get their perspective on it, too. So you just get to listen to mine tonight. Nonetheless, thanks for sticking with us, and let's get to the news. So the first story I have for you today is Microsoft and Google who are working to build a version of Chrome for Windows on ARM. Now, in case you don't know what ARM is, ARM is the actual type of processor that runs in a lot of lower-end uh, Microsoft computers, a lot of lower-end phones, well, actually, most phones nowadays. Uh, but it's the architecture of the processor that actually lets you... Um, do this. They're incredibly inexpensive and the issue with a lot of software that they have nowadays is you aren't able to um, have a large amount of support for the uh, ARM architecture. There's, there's uh, different versions of uh, CPU architectures and ARM hasn't been supported by a lot of uh, Windows developers. Uh, so Google is working with Microsoft to make a Chrome version uh, for ARM, which will open up a world of possibilities to anybody who has that architecture processor. It's very common in a lot of lower-end Chromebooks uh, and things such as that, like lower-end Windows computers that retail for under $100. Nonetheless, it is very cool to see this happen. And uh, there's a lot that can happen from a version of Chrome on Windows, such as the ability to actually um, run Chrome apps, do virtual desktop, a lot of features that Chrome has that a lot of people don't really know. Uh, so it says a native ARM version of Chrome would make a lot of sense for Qualcomm, Microsoft, and Google. Google is one of the most popular or sorry, Chrome is one of the most popular desktop apps available on Windows 10, and without a native version for ARM, it's difficult to make ARM-powered Windows 10 devices serious. Uh, and this was from The Verge. Uh, but nonetheless, it's very cool to um, uh, have. It's, it's awesome. Um, so, nonetheless, move on to the next article for you. And this is kind of a little bit of a fun jab at times past. Uh, but this is an article I also found on The Verge uh, about the International Space Station. The International Space Station is full of a bunch of floppy disks, believe it or not. 
uh, from the late 90s. They recently celebrated its 20th anniversary on November 20th. Uh, and somebody said he found a locker on the space station that probably hasn't been open for a while. It had a Norton Utilities for Windows 95 disc and a few discs labeled Crew Personal Support Data Disc. So, uh, it's pretty cool and uh, shows that the old uh, hardware and stuff that we have is um, gone but not forgotten. It's still remaining in the uh, International Space Station and... It's quite interesting that they actually have it there in the first place. I'm surprised they didn't just like chuck it and out the and leave it in space for it to float endlessly. So that's uh, that's pretty cool, and a lot of reminiscing there. Next article I have for you is about Logitech. Logitech is a company that, in case you don't know, uh, they do a lot of like computer accessories and like cameras, things like that for computers. Uh, but they're looking to buy Plantronics, which is like a Bluetooth headphone manufacturer and a lot of like hands-free communication uh, for over $2 billion. It's still unfathomable to me how much $2 billion is. Uh, hopefully one day you could build a business that is worth that much. But nonetheless, uh, it is very cool to see what's going on. And Logitech kind of want to snap up the entire uh, market of other accessories for computers uh, and really gain their market share when it comes to that. They want to own the entire market on uh, those products. Uh, in years past, they have bought blue microphones, which if you've ever watched YouTube, um, watch about 10 videos in any category and I guarantee you one person will have a blue microphone. They're really good uh, recording quality for more beginner YouTubers and they are gaining a very big market share and Logitech bought them for $117 million in 2018 uh, to gain more of that market for themselves. Additionally, they bought Astrod Gaming, which is another accessory company, Jaybird, Saytech, and Ultimate Gears. All of those are more accessory companies that uh, would be competing with Logitech and instead of uh, trying to make something that goes that's better than the competition, they just bought the competition out and make themselves some of the only players in the market, which isn't that terrible of a thing considering that they are um, slowly gaining market share over the entire system. So. Um, with that, I'm going to take a break, and we will be back with one more article on Tech Talk Nation. You're listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tech Talk Nation will be right back. Tech Talk Nation is brought to you by Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. We live in the digital world. Everyone is on the internet at least once a day. It is commonplace for every business, individual, and organization to have a website. You need a website to stay competitive. At Fitzgerald Tech Solutions, we provide you with everything you need for your internet presence. Whether you want to take the more DIY approach by buying web hosting services on our fast, US-based servers with industry-leading software, or allowing us to do the web designing and multimedia creation services for you, you can know that you are getting high quality, reliable, and cost-effective services that you need to stay ahead in the market. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your timeline. 
we work efficiently to make sure that you get what you want as soon as possible. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your needs. Whether you are someone looking to get your own website or a large company looking for a fresh look, we can amaze you with our skills and expertise. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your budget. We make sure that great websites don't break the bank and will not stop until you are 100% satisfied. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. Tech. We get it. You're listening to Wiley Radio. Welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. Welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. Thanks for sticking with us on the break. Much appreciated for the time that you're spending with us tonight. And we would love to talk to you more about some of the most recent tech news. So, one of the most recent uh, articles I found on The Verge is about the newest supercomputer that uh, the Department of Defense has brought into this world. Uh, so... Uh, America uses a lot of supercomputers to figure out a lot of different things. Uh, they, they have a lot of different uh, uses, whether it be predicting the weather or simulating what would happen if you run some uh, different experiments or doing a bunch of different very, very complex calculations. One of the newest computers uh, that uh, really got debuted in, at Lawrence Livermore Labs in California is Sierra the world's second most powerful supercomputer. It looks like a massive server farm that you would picture in any uh, documentation of that. Uh, and it has 190,000 processing cores, uh, which is really, really insane. Uh, I, I'm gonna pull up the specs a little more here. Uh, but it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, of what's actually going on. It has an it's an IBM computer. It has 4320 or sorry, 4474 total nodes, like actual physical separate computers that are all networked together to one. They have IBM Power9 processors uh, with 44 cores per node, like different so 44 processes could run at once. Uh, for a total of 190,880 process, processing cores. It has V100 NVIDIA processors, a total of 17,000 uh, GPUs, uh, or graphic processing units, which really handle the true math here for the, a lot of these calculations. There's a total of 1,382,400,000 gigabytes of RAM which is unfathomable to me at least. Uh, that is a massive amount. There is 256 gigs for, per node, uh, which is insane for the CPU. And then an additional 64 gigabytes on top of that specifically dedicated to the graphics hardware in there that's actually doing the processing in a lot of these calculations. Uh, this has a total tata, uh, teraflops or total number of processors, processes you could do per second, or I think it's, 
Uh, if I remember right, it's total floating logic operations per second. That's what TFLOPS stands for. Uh, it's 125,626, which is insane. That's the second fastest in the U.S., or in the world, actually. Uh, only beat out by China's massive supercomputer. I forget the exact name of it, uh, but it is very, very powerful. Uh, it's running Red Hat Linux, uh, which for a lot of people who uh, listen to the show really is different from what you would normally see on any computer. This doesn't have a pretty desktop. It doesn't have a pretty uh, way you, you talk to it. Uh, you can't interact with this using a mouse. You just type literally on in a, uh, a terminal. You just type a line, a command, click enter, and the computer does it for you. Um, it really allows you to harness the full potential of this, this computer. It was built in 2018, obviously. Uh, but the interesting thing about this is it's actually in the process of being converted over for the Department of Defense to use it to simulate nuclear detonations and figure out what's actually going on. I don't want to get into the politics about all of that, uh, but basically from a computing standpoint, it's really cool to be able to actually simulate what could happen if something like that goes on. It's better to, I'd rather see them simulate it than trial by fire in a way. Uh, but basically, for one day, uh, they were able to open up the lab, and this article on The Verge, the reporter was able to get into the actual lab and see the computer, and it looks fantastic from my point of view, at least. Uh, it looks incredible to see what's, what's actually going on here. Uh, but unfortunately, they're going to uh, cut it off from the general population early next year. Uh, in this quote from The Verge, it says, Early next year, Sierra's real work will begin. The system will be air-gapped, meaning that it will be disconnected from any external network to prevent unauthorized access. Once that happens, it can begin calculations it, would, it was purpose-built to carry out. Simulations of nuclear weapon launches and detonations. Uh, the exact nature of the simulations is classified, but for one day, Livermore allowed everybody to access this secure facility. It was really cool to uh, watch this video, and I encourage you to check it out. Uh, but supercomputing for me has always been something that is so incredibly cool. I actually was able to gain access to some of the supercomputers at uh, the labs in Illinois at uh, uh, Fermilab, uh, and was able to do some research on those and have a lot of good experience playing millions of dollars worth of hardware. It was incredible to uh, be able to do that. And I can only imagine what will be coming of the future when as supercomputers get more and more powerful and uh, we can run more and more complex calculations. I can only imagine what uh, will uh, come with that. So with that, I'm going to leave you today. Uh, thank you for tuning into the show. Much appreciate your time spent with us tonight. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please feel free to leave us a comment on our website at www.techtalknation.com. If you would like to be on the show, uh, please shoot us an email. There's a contact form on our website. And if you would like to hear us talk about any content, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And we are looking forward to everything so with that, thanks for listening and have a great rest of your week.
Thank you for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech. Visit our website at www.techtalknation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech.